0: What was Costa Rica like 14,000 years ago? According to popular belief, when Columbus and subsequent Spanish conquistadors first arrived on Costa Rican shores, they were met by a diminutive indigenous population of only around 25,000 people. Due to lack of precious metals or stone and no substantial indigenous workforce to exploit, these Spanish settlers were forced to till the land alone, becoming independent, substance farmers rather than feudal lords or latifundistas, as in other parts of Central and South America, and thus there developed a rural, classless democracy of peace-loving white farmers who greatly valued freedom and family. Until very recently, this served as the generally accepted version of colonial history becoming part of a national ideology, the unifying myth of the nation, what historian Theodore Creedman has described as... Leyenda Blanca, or White Legend, legend, excuse me. Over the last few years, archaeological discoveries and research have led to historians and sociologists to discredit and rewrite this myth, suggesting that it is not only underplaying the cruel treatment and exploitation of the indigenous peoples, but also ignores the diverse cultural influences within the region over-exaggeration of whiteness in Costa Rica and in denying existing class differentiation and unequal division of wealth and power. It is now thought that on the eve of the conquest in 1502 there were actually as many as 500,000 people living in the area now that is Costa Rica, dispersed throughout the region in distinct cultural groups that show influences from both Mesoamerican and South American civilizations. Archaeologists have found evidence of hundreds of residential sites and thousands of artifacts that attest to the movement, the migration, and the interaction of peoples throughout the surrounding areas and to important agricultural, social, and stylistic divisions that correspond to these ethnic and cultural differences. There is little evidence to indicate when exactly the region was first inhabited. It is estimated that large waves of primitive people first reached the North American continent between 20,000 and 40,000 years ago, migrating from Asia, particularly Mongolia and Siberia, to settle in the northwest. Gradually, over many thousands of years, these people traveled southwards, eventually reaching Tierra del Fuego, the southernmost tip of Argentina, adapting to the varied climates and environments they encountered along the way. Evidence of occupation in Costa Rica dates back to about 12,000 B.C., about 14,000 years ago. Remnants of rudimentary tools, particularly spearheads, attest to the influence of both North American and South American civilizations in the region, suggesting that early settlers arrived not only from the north but also from the Andean America, revealing the intermingling of the two distinct cultures even at the early stage. These first inhabitants of Costa Rica were nomadic hunter-gatherers, moving in small bands across a land dominated by tropical forest, hunting animals for the most part now extinct, as well as fishing and gathering fruit, nuts, grains, and eggs, moving as food supplies became scarce or exhausted. As these early peoples began to gain knowledge of plant species, to explore their potential uses in food consumption, medicines, fibers, and construction materials, and to gradually select species for cultivation, a rudimentary form of agriculture was established. This in turn laid the foundations for a more sedentary existence, with more permanent settlements. The transition into agricultural production happened primarily between 4,000 and and 1000 B.C., with evidence of permanent settlements found in the area of Costa Rica from about 2500 B.C. onwards. As experience and expertise and consequently food supplies increased, so populations grew, settlements became more complex and sophisticated, and agriculture intensified. At this point, the existence of an important social An agricultural divide reflecting ethnic differences became evident, marking the region as the approximate boundary between Mesoamerica and Andean America. Tribes living in the northwestern and central areas of Costa Rica showed Mesoamerican influence, growing grains, particularly maize uh, which is corn and beans, crops typical to the semi-arid zones of Mexico, while contact with South America was evident among the semi-nomadic tribes of the Southern Pacific and Caribbean coasts, where slash-and-burn cultivation of yucca and other tubers uh, and uh, pay-by, I know I'm pronouncing that right, or wrong, excuse me, that's a kind of palm nut all common to South American region was prevalent. The chewing of cocoa leaves or Andean customs were also common tools and instruments of labor developed according to these agricultural advances and geographical and ethnic differences in the drier areas of Guanacaste and Nicoya. Uh, The ceramic vessels for storing waters and grains have been found along with the elaborately carved metates, stones from grinding corn all showing stylistic influence originating from Mesoamerican cultures while artifacts found in the Caribbean region show workmanship and decorative styles similar to those of the Andean cultures. The technique of ceramic modeling itself is thought to have originated in Colombian and Venezuela and traveled up into Central and North America, again reinforcing the idea that pre-Columbian peoples across the continents did not live in isolation but had regular contact and exchange through trade, migration, and conquest. Population growth and the increasing complexity of settlements allowed for a diversification of production into crafts as artisans began to fashion objects beyond those necessary for survival. In recent decades, archaeologists have found thousands of intricately worked artifacts throughout the country. Jewelry, decorative ceramics, elaborately carved stone and jade figures, gold and silver work, and woven textiles. Again, they show marked stylistic and technical differences corresponding to cultural movement and exchange. The use of materials not sourced in Costa Rica confirmed the existence of huge mercantile circuits throughout the region. Guatemala was probably the principal source of jade, while gold and silver are thought to have been imported from South America. There's so much more to discuss here, just because of the matter of time on these podcasts... I'm going to break this into three or four sections. And so tomorrow we're going to talk about the village life in Costa Rica. Pura Vida, thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.